0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where his disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord. Today is the Feast of Pentecost, as I, as I mentioned already, and I think one of the beautiful things about Pentecost that we hear specifically in the first reading, which is really the reading of Pentecost Day, is how we hear about the universality of the message of Jesus Christ in the church. We hear that it's through the descent of the Holy Spirit that... God starts to reach out to all the nations. Right? Jesus, in his ministry, only ministered in Israel. He ministered to relatively few people in a relatively small region. But when the Holy Spirit is sent, is sent, and all of a sudden, people from all over the world, well, really all over the Mediterranean, are all of a sudden able to understand and be able to be united underneath one roof. And this is the beauty I find of Catholicism, is that Catholicism out of uh, certainly different religion, you know, different um, might uh, profess different things. But what I love about Catholicism, and it's very thrust, and it's very name means universal. Catholic means universal. Uh, And so Catholicism is not meant to be a regional religion or religion for a specific group of people who have a special God, but is instead a religion that is meant to, supposed to be for all the nations, for all people, in unity, in worshiping God in the way that he has given us, to give us through the Holy Spirit that unifies us, In all of our different languages, in all of our different cultures, in all of our different places throughout the world, we have this unifier, the Holy Spirit, which brings us together. And so what I'd like to talk a little bit about is how do we as Catholics understand this unity in diversity? So I think it's important for us to understand, and sometimes this can sometimes be our thrust, well, if we're all going to be unified, then we all have to be the same. And the Catholic Church, what I love about it, is it's so clearly not the case. I love that we have so many different cultures, even here in this very chapel today. People from all over the world who've been able to come here and are able to worship God in unity, but yet in diversity. Bringing their different cultures, bringing the different gifts, bringing the different abilities from a cultural perspective but also just from a personality perspective, right? Just from a a gift perspective, right? Some of us are gifted in more things, different things than others. And that diversity in so many different ways is so good. However, it can be really difficult at times to have unity and diversity held together. And why is that? Well, sometimes we see them as opposites. So actually looking up the opposite of the word of diversity... Uh, Googling, of course, uh, it, it gave uh, 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 the opposite of diversity would be uniformity or identical, right? And so then we go, well, uniformity, isn't that unity, right? And you have similar words, right? And I looked up the opposite of unity, and it said division or even diversity. So the opposite of unity is diversity. And what I'd like to say is that we can see within God's plan That diversity understood correctly can bring unity. And that unity should be properly understood in diversity. Now, that's not always the message of the world, right? And I see so much division that's caused in the name of diversity. And so much uniformity and lack of diversity in the name of unity. And that's just not the case, right? And often with, with what often, often happens with the distortions of the world is that they're not founded on truth, right? Uh, and so how do we form our understanding of uni- unity and diversity on truth? Well, we form it on God, right? What God gives us. Well, so we form it in what we have in Scripture today through Pentecost, all of these languages, all of these people coming together and understanding in the same language, the same way. And how beautiful that the church speaks every language in the world, right? Speaks every language because we have people in every corner of this world, and so it, teach, it speaks all the different languages. But I think also one of the other ways in which we see the truths of God, the way that God gives us truths, is the way in which creation, which, the way in which he has made creation. And one of the beauties of creation is the diversity of creation. We can see within an ecosystem so many different aspects of things that we, we sometimes value certain things more than others. Uh, but that doesn't mean that uh, they, they all work together in a diversity and a unity together in that. St. Paul actually gives the example of the body. Right, The body has many different parts. And we hear this in the second reading, uh, many different parts, but is one body. And I think that's a beautiful image to be able to understand the diversity and, um, and the unity in the midst of it all. And so it would be, uh, it would be bad of us at times to think that uh, it's something, everything needs to be uniform or everything needs to be this way or everybody needs to act in exactly this way. However, there are certain things that it is true. So one of the examples, or one of the things that I would say, is that we in this world have a diversity of religions. However, that is not a good diversity in which we celebrate. It is something that we deal with, and there is a good that comes about from diversity of religion, or even, at times, unfortunately, a diversity of heresy. Because it actually allows us to be able to understand what we believe even more. However, God does not desire division, or diversity in religion. But instead, if we believe in Jesus Christ and who he comes, he says that I there's only one God, one Father, and there's only one name under heaven in which to make it to heaven, which is Jesus Christ. And I sincerely believe that God desires everyone to be Catholic. However, he also allows us not to be Catholic, right? He also allows free will in this world. And so it's important for us to not say, again, in the unity and diversity, to not say, okay, everybody's got to be Catholic right now. No, no, no. Like, God gives us free will, right? If he wants everybody to be Catholic right now, uh, he would make it. He wants everybody to be Catholic, but that doesn't mean that he's going to force everybody to be Catholic, right? Or, or, or do that. But we, but we see the ways in which God is working and guiding in the midst of it all. Even within Catholicism, There is sometimes a a good diversity and a bad diversity, right? It's good that there's a diversity of the ways in which we worship, a diversity of languages, a diversity of cultures, that even though that we have the same mass, we sometimes celebrate it in different ways, in different languages, with different emphasis. That's okay, and that's good. Because some people really like silent Masses. Some people really like contemporary Masses, right? Contemporary singing. Some people don't, right? That's okay. Those are different personalities. But ultimately, we're rooted in the truth of the worship of God that's given to us in the Mass, in the Eucharist, in the celebration of the Last Supper. Within, also, uh, beliefs. There is a diversity of beliefs and understanding within Catholicism. Uh, That is absolutely valid. Catholicism has not defined every single belief in 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 the entire world. We do not have a proclamation from the from ex cathedra infallible from the Pope on every single subject, but we do have it in some. And so, I'd like to say that there can be a diversity of opinions, absolutely, on the way in which we serve the poor. A diversity of opinions in what is the best way to pray for ourselves in our personal prayer. Absolutely. Some people are going to read scripture more. Some people are going to pray the rosary more. Some people, and that's a good diversity in the midst of it all. However, there are certain views or beliefs that, that again, don't have a place in unity and diversity. And one of those that I'd like to uh, just mention is abortion. Abortion is not not a question of diversity, of diverging opinions. But instead, every single abortion is a murder of a child. And that's never okay, never permissible, never something that is just an opinion. Something in the midst of it all. This isn't a religious thing. This isn't a political thing. This is a, a truth thing. And we need to hold strong to truths which are truths, the truth that God is one, the truth that life is valued, no matter who the person is, whether the person is outside the womb or inside the womb, whether the person is able to contribute to society by working a normal job or whether they contribute to society because of the life in which they give the love in which they bestow. I think about this also true, so true uh, with abortion. Uh, so often one of, the greatest, uh, di- one of the greatest scourges of abortion is actually the wiping out of those with Down syndrome. Certain countries that celebrate that they've cured Down syndrome by, by abortion. And, and this is such a, such a terrible thing because people with Down syndrome or people with different special needs are not something to be cured and fixed by taking away. But instead, what is the value of them? Value is that they have life. I can be quite honest that most people with special needs uh, contribute to society way more than a normal person, right? A normal person who's able to contribute to society by working in the economy. No, 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 that's not the value that we have upon a person. The value of a person is in the life that God has given them. And that's not, again that we need to value 100%. And there's no there's no diversity or any diversity in that opinion of saying, "Well, life isn't really valued here or there." Is not a diversity that is has a place within the church. Within our own lives, we there are certain things in which uh, we need to seek unity and there are certain things in which we need to value diversity. I think one of the most important things that we need to do is see the way in which God blesses diversity and have gratitude for it. A humility to understand that we don't understand everything in this world. Absolutely. We've got a lot to learn and that we can be grateful for a lot of things that other people have that we don't, right? That we should actually be grateful when somebody else is smarter than us. We should be grateful for that other person who can maybe do more. That's okay. We shouldn't be jealous, but instead we should be grateful for that gift. Grateful for that person who has a personality, who's able to go out and talk to people uh, who they don't even know, right? That's not my personality. I, I struggle with that. But I so value people who do. And that's what we want to be able to have, a diversity, a gratitude in that, which brings us together in unity. The Holy Spirit desires to bring us together. God desires to bring us together in unity. That's not going to be through uniformity or that we're all identical, but it's instead in the proper understanding of diversity and those things in which God has given us a diversity of living an experience and a diversity of opinions in things in which we don't know quite the answer. Right? And so let us be people who are filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit that seek unity in all things, uh, but also uh, bring uh, together the great diversity in the love of God and the love of neighbor.